Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today, we're going to talk about a recent report that's come out, The Roadmap to Diversity, Learning from Atlanta's Small Businesses. Um, This report was put together by uh, the folks at Synchrony and at Bloomberg Media Studios. Today, from Synchrony, we have Michael Matthews, and from Bloomberg, we have Edward Adams. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Now, before we get too far into things, Michael, tell us about Synchrony, mission, purpose, uh, so our listeners can get an idea of why this was so important for you to get behind. Yeah, so Synchrony, we are a financial services company. We've been around uh, six years, but we have over 80 years of existence. We used to be part of General Electric, GE Capital, um, and we're located in Stanford, Connecticut. And we uh, are into financial solutions from credit cards to private label to um, med, med medical procedures. Uh, we do it all. Um, but one of the things that we are most proud of is um, our diversity, uh, diversity and inclusion uh, strategy. Um, it's an integral part of who we are. Um, and I am the chief diversity officer here. So my job is to make sure that 100% of our employees can bring 100% of themselves to work 100% of the time. 100% of the time. And in an environment where they're not only just accepted, but they're appreciated. Um, and so that's something that's, um, one of our core values and it's, um, in everything that we do. So happy to be here. And Edward, can you talk a little bit about, um, why Bloomberg decided to get, uh, behind this specific topic in the, in the world of business and why specifically Atlanta? Sure. Um, well, Bloomberg Media Studios is the branded content studio of Bloomberg Media. Um, and and our role is really to help our brand partners like Synchrony try and craft and disseminate the messages that are important to them. Um, and Synchrony came to us and said, look, we care about the small business diversity space. Uh, that's a passion point of our company. It's one of the principles that we're founded on. We just need ways to sort of communicate that. And so we crafted this, this Roadmap to Diversity report, and we focused in on Atlanta for a very specific reason, which is that Atlanta has been more successful um, at promoting small business diversity than any other city in the country. Um, uh, among the nation's 10 largest metro areas, Atlanta ranks first in terms of the percentage of Black-owned employers with about 6.6%. And it ranks second after Washington, D.C. in the percentage of female-owned employers with 22%. Um, and the vast majority of, of Atlanta's women and minority-owned businesses are small businesses, which we define as the as the U.S. government does, as companies with 500 or fewer employees. So it seemed to us that Atlanta was the should be the focal point for us. And what we've tried to do in this report is craft something that all small businesses around the country can learn from, from the lesson of Atlanta. So now, uh, were there any surprises? Uh, well, there were some. We actually uh, did a, an exclusive poll of small businesses uh, both employees and owners uh, in the in the Atlanta area. Uh, we surveyed a hundred of them, and what we found was eighty seven percent 
uh, almost all of them believe that diversity and inclusion is an important part of a business's financial success. Um, that's something you hear a lot about when you talk about big businesses, how diversity helps large corporations earn more revenue, but you don't often hear it about small businesses and something that we found to be true again and again in the course of our reporting. Um, we also found that about 60% of the people we polled believe their own companies should be doing more to promote diversity and inclusion in their workforces. And I think that's evidence that Atlanta's a long time work on this area has, has been uh, have improving the diversity and inclusion metrics in the city. Now, Michael, as chief diversity officer, um, how does kind of in your job, how do you kind of build in diversity as part of the culture, diversity and inclusion specifically? And also, how does it permeate into the kind of the working relationship you have with your clients? Because I'm sure your clients represent that same diversity that you're trying to, um, you know, kind of work on within the culture of your company. Um, well, I'll start with the second question first. Um, to your point, many of our clients are smaller businesses themselves, and we work with them not only in offering uh, financial solutions, but also um, in a range of topics and supporting them in a range of areas uh, to help change what's possible for their businesses. We know that diversity isn't just the right thing to do. Um, it's also a key economic driver. So there's mutual interest on both sides. And so by partnering with organizations like Bloomberg, we can help uh, provide some of these positive success stories um, and address some of the pain points they have. And because it is, to your point, um, woven into the fabric of what we do at Synchrony, um, a lot of this stuff is, is easily transferable um, and easy to partner with them on. So it, at Synchrony, for example, we have a program which we call ADT, which is Advancing Diverse Talent, which we um, look at, we, we use data analytics methodology to look at representation and the opportunities for um, our company on an annual basis. And that helps us uh, create and execute strategies related to diversity. And so those are the types of um, methodologies and tactics that we share with some of our small business partners. Now, you mentioned that uh, diversity isn't just the right thing to do, but it can also be an economic dr driver. Can you talk about specifically, like, are, are there stats that back that up? Like, everybody feels good, and it sounds good, and everybody, you know, has that mission statement on the wall. But do, is there kind of data to support that fact that diversity is kind of a uh, quality of those fast-growing or growing co uh, companies? I think there certainly is. Um, I mean, we took, spoke to dozens and dozens of small businesses in the Atlanta area for this uh, report. I'll, I'll give you just a couple examples of ones where diversity paid off in terms of the bottom line. Um, the High Museum of Art, uh, back in 2005, their CFO established a fund to acquire works of art by black artists and really has made a name for that museum in the arena of art by black artists. And that brought in almost $2 million in donations to the museum over the subsequent years. Or there's the, the Choke Construction Company, a small construction company uh, in the Atlanta area. Uh, the training manager there launched an online course to teach managers Spanish so they could communicate with Spanish-speaking crew members. Not only has that improved 
construction site safety as you would expect it would, but it's also reduced injury costs and it's certainly bolstered morale at the company. Those are just a couple of examples where I think we've seen that diversity isn't just good for people and communities, but it's also good for business. So now in the report, there's the information. Is there kind of um, maybe some actionable next steps that companies can take? There are a variety. In each one of our articles, we always have some actionable steps that, that readers can take to try and duplicate the successes of the small businesses that we speak to. Um, I think that one of the things that we hear a lot from small business owners is that it's hard to find qualified, diverse employees. Um, A a good example of that is we spoke to uh, the the founder of something called the Patrick Law Group, which is a seven attorney corporate transactions law firm in the Atlanta area. Um, And the recommendations that we heard for her to try and overcome that challenge uh, was to make her business more a part of the diverse community in Atlanta. Uh, In her case, it meant participating in events at the Majority Black Bar Association in Atlanta uh, so that as as the advisor to to her put it, so that you can show up where members of the diverse community are showing up. Um, There was also a recommendation that she reach out to recruiters who specialize in placing candidates of color as another means to try and reach her goal. And those are things that any small business could do uh, to try and find more qualified, diverse candidates. Now, is there anything that um, companies can do to attract more diverse customers? Sure, absolutely. Um, in fact, we spoke to a, a, a company called Classic Vision Care. It's an optometry practice uh, up in uh, Min, uh, Marietta and Kennesaw, Georgia. Um, and, and we had the uh, diversity expert, Damon Williams, who's the founder of the National Inclusive Excellence Leadership Academy in Atlanta, Uh, give them some advice about how to reach a broader customer uh, base. And he suggested connecting to diverse consumers in ways that make them feel valued. In in the case of the optometrist, he suggested doing free vision screenings in economically vulnerable schools. And he thought that could build brand equity as a company that's concerned about diverse consumers. Now, Michael, can you uh, give some advice to other maybe chief diversity officers out there uh, what are some things that folks can be doing to maybe um, open their eyes to some unconscious or subconscious biases that they might have as an organization? Of course, um, probably one of the main uh, tools that we have in our toolbox is our, um, we call them uh, diversity networks or their employee resource groups they're, they're, as they're more commonly known. We have eight um, at Synchrony. And they're really the foundation of our DNI culture. Um, with more of our more than sixty percent of our employees are engaged because at Synchrony, it's um, the, we have the plus sign, so you don't have to necessarily demographically fit into a box, but um, you can be have passion or want to be affiliated or support a group or be an ally of such, and so that allows you to participate. And us having strong partnerships with our diversity networks really helps us. Um, maintain the appropriate perspective and maintain relationships. They help uh, drive and inform our diversity strategies in terms of what markets to touch base on and to plan and what kind of relationships we need to establish or maintain. So um, that's probably one of the main um, pieces of advice that if they don't have employee resource groups, establish them and if they do to invest in them. 
Now, is there anything Synchrony does for their clients in terms of diversity when it comes to spotlighting some of their work or sharing best practices or even creating a community amongst themselves? Yeah, we've um, seen um, uh, incredible examples of uh, programs that are established by small businesses um, in the Pillars Project. So it's an annual Synchrony celebration of community leaders uh, where they have the opportunity to come and highlight and spotlight some of the things that they've done. So like mattress retailers donating beds for families experiencing hardship or music repair shops donating supplies to school, to school music programs. They, this not only provides the opportunity for some of our partners or these companies to do what's right and to contribute to the community, but to also highlight some of their diverse focus and and show their commitment to these communities. So now large organizations like yours have a lot of resources. Is there any kind of low-hanging fruit that the small business can um, can be doing in order to um, ha- ad- ad- attract and maybe advance some diverse talent? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, when I think of small businesses, I think the one thing that they can focus on is making sure that they are hiring from the neighborhoods and the communities for which they serve. You know, and making sure that the employee population looks like the customer, the customers in that population. So people naturally want to shop and want to do business with people who feel comfortable with them and who they feel comfortable with and who they feel represent them. So by um, making those types of investments that will help in, uh, customers engage. This can also bring in new opportunities and address concerns that small businesses, a small business owner may not have seen otherwise from diverse, from diverse perspectives. Having that diversity in your employee base informs, like I, like I keep saying, your diversity strategy and your overall company perspective. Now, uh, is there any advice of how uh, your how our listeners or how the people who get their hands on this report, how to best use this report? Like, how would you recommend they use the report once they get their hands on it? I would recommend that they take a look through uh, the reporting. We have about, I think about 20 pieces of content ranging from videos to audio reports to uh, written reports Um, and take a look and look for the kinds of companies that represent them. We have a wide selection um, of small businesses in the Atlanta area represented in this report. And I think if they see some of the kinds of small businesses that they are, they may also see some of the challenges that they face. Um, really the, the challenges that were faced by these Atlanta companies we talked to are not that different than the challenges faced by similar small businesses in, in Iowa or Montana or California or New York. Um, they're really all the same. And I think that they'll see some of themselves in this reporting. Now, is this report a one-off, or is this something that's going to be an annual affair? Michael? We'll see. Um, Right now, it looks like this has been um, such a successful endeavor and the partnership with Bloomberg that we're definitely investigating um, future opportunities to have this uh, occur again in the future. Well, if somebody wants to get their hands on the report, what's the best way to do that? Real simple, uh, Lee, just go to Bloomberg.com slash Roadmap to Diversity. That's Bloomberg.com slash Roadmap to Diversity. 
And Michael, um, if somebody wants to connect with Synchrony and learn more about their offerings, um, or I'm sure you're always hiring, you know, if they're talent and wants to get uh, involved with Synchrony, is there a website for Synchrony? Yeah, you can just go to Synchrony.com. It's easy. Um, And um, you'll see links to uh, anything and everything uh, that we're involved in. So I just encourage, and you are right, we're always hiring and looking for good talent especially good, diverse talent. So I encourage people to go to synchronyjobs.com. And that's S-Y-N-C-H-R-O-N-Y? That's correct. Good stuff. Well, Michael and Edward, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Thank you, Lee. Thanks for having us. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio.